instead of thinking about the breadcrumbs right in front of you, about how you can make a little bit more this year and pouring a lot of energy into getting to a certain milestone or tacking on a new goal to your list, what if you started looking at the whole damn loaf? You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast, and we are going to be talking today all about 2023 and what you can do now in October to start prepping for an amazing fucking year ahead, okay? So that said, I am, I'm sitting here right now just like reveling in all the things that we have been doing and enacting as a team for the past two weeks because a few weeks ago, we had our quarter four team planning meeting. And in that team planning meeting, what we do is first and foremost, we reflect on the previous quarter. So we go into a lot of questions about what went well, what didn't go well, what do we want to see more of, what do we want to see less of, what new ideas do we have? And then we move into quarter four. What do we actually want this to look like? What are our big goals? And then my business manager tells me how realistic or not they are in terms of timeline, how long things are going to be taking, and any other assets I haven't necessarily thought of that we'll need to take care of along the way. And then she'll create an in-depth plan month by month and then broken down weekly for our focus areas and what we should be doing so that we can stay on track. And I love this so much because when a lot of people look to quarter four, a lot of people are pushing forward. So instead of taking that mentality, I like to have a little bit of a different school of thought. And that's really what this episode is about today. And first and foremost, I think it's helpful for you to understand that what you're seeing right now in the business. So when you see me doing certain things in the Casey brand, whether inside of the Casey Copy Studio, where we're helping our copy clients, or inside of the Casey education and coaching programs, where we're helping copywriters and other service providers grow their business. We haven't just started these initiatives and then been like, okay, great, let's do this next week and it's done. Everything that you're seeing now is a result of what myself and my team have been working on for three, four, five, six, even eight months, depending on what it is, what aspect of the business that you're looking at, right? So everything that you're seeing now is a result of previous work that we did in the past, which means that everything that we are doing internally right now that you cannot see, you're gonna see in three, six, 12 months and be like, oh, wow, look what they're doing. And maybe wondering what went into that. Well, now you know the secret. A hell of a lot went into it in the last like three, six, nine months. So that is the preface to then start this bigger conversation. And I've been hearing a lot of clients, especially a lot of um, coaching clients saying, okay, it's quarter four, Crystal, what can I do to bring in more money now before the year is up? Because I already knocked this goal out, I wanna hit this next goal, or I wanna hit this target that I had before. And 
instead, because yes, you absolutely can be thinking about that be thinking about, okay, how can I tack on another, you know, 20, 50, 100K this year, depending on where you are in your business. But instead of thinking about the breadcrumbs right in front of you, about how you can make a little bit more this year and pouring a lot of energy into getting to a certain milestone or tacking on a new goal to your list. What if you started looking at the whole damn loaf, right? Instead of looking at those breadcrumbs, what if we were looking at the damn product line in front of you for 2023? What I really mean by this is there are always shiny objects out there, whether it is the next milestone that you want to hit or the next kind of client you want to work with, or you see somebody else doing something, they're doing a speaking event or hosting an online summit or doing something that catches your attention and makes you think, oh shoot, if my competitor is doing that, if my peer is doing that, I need to be doing that. When in reality, you need to be doing whatever is going to get you to your bigger goal. So obviously we care about small goals in terms of thinking of them as milestones that will help you get to that bigger goal, that big vision. You know, I talk about all the time, that big five-year, 10-year vision where you want to end up. But a lot of times we can end up creating, especially, and I know because you are listening to this podcast, you are an ambitious, driven person. So especially as an ambitious person, you can end up creating these sub goals and side tangents, I like to call them, that might distract you, right? It's like the squirrel. You know how you see a squirrel and it interrupts whatever train of thought you have. If you're in the middle of talking to a friend over coffee, you're like, oh, look, oh, look at that cute squirrel running over there. Ah. And then you forget what you're talking about. Okay. These things can become squirrels and they can distract you from what your primary goal is. And that's not to say that they aren't necessarily helpful or if you have a good idea that comes across your mind when, you know, you're supposed to be doing something else and it actually could be better than what you were previously planning on doing that you can't do that. It doesn't mean that you absolutely can. But what it does mean is that we need to be hyper vigilant about the way that we are thinking about taking side tangents and approving them or disproving them either personally or with your teams or just in your mind before you even voice them as an idea to somebody else, which is what I'm often doing because Dale's always hearing my new ideas, okay? So that said, if you see little breadcrumbs in front of you and you're thinking, okay, I want to round out the year. I really want to make my first six figures and this is what I could do to really hustle, hustle, hustle to do that. I'm not saying, and I want to preface this podcast by saying, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go down that path. You can if you want to, but I encourage you to decide if it's the right journey for you if it aligns with your bigger goals. So I want you to think first, how do you want to start 2023 right? Okay, how do you want to start off 2023 and what are your big goals? Where is 2023 going to take you? And where do you want to end up in 2025, in 2030? Where do you want to be? All right, that's crazy, freaking crazy to say. In seven years, we'll be in like 2030. Okay, so a little bit of insight to this is internally as a team at the Casey brand, we're working, instead of on big pushes, we're working on some internal pieces. So I kind of do have a different take on the way that you know people do Q4 to each their own. Personally, I love doing a Q4 that's a bit of a slowdown publicly, but internally we're working on a lot of pieces that set us up for success so we can hit the ground running in 2023 and not feel like we're burnt out, right? So internally as a team, we are working on professional development and skill growth, revamping old funnels and email automations, creating new products, rebranding old products, 
And there's a lot of internal focus and shift for me this time of year and starting to think about where do I want to end up at the end of 2023? I've got my big vision and I've already broken down 2023 down, but I want to make sure that I'm ultra clear on it. I want to make sure that if anything is not completely aligned, that I adjust course now so I don't end up spending energy and have this expenditure that I could have saved myself in the future, right? So where a lot of people like to give their energy for this one final push forward and outward at the end of the year, I like to pull inward and I like to be able to start the new year with what's going to propel new endeavors in that year with success. So here's my take. Instead of ramping up your outward focus at the end of the year, pull internally and start prioritizing what you need to move the needle massively next year. So right, this is like the breadcrumbs. Instead of focusing on the little breadcrumbs in front of you, start thinking, wait a second, how can I take this last quarter and ramp it the F up internally so that next year I have everything that I need to pull out of my toolbox to start using to move the needle even more? And the way that I really like to think of it is, I can absolutely in Q1 start to do these things. But if I do that in Q1, guess what? Then I've only got three quarters next year to get done what I want to get done, right? And if I'm going to be prepping for 2024 in Q4 next year, well, now I've only got two quarters to get done what I need to get done next year. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be starting my big goals in April, you know, after I wrap up month, January, February, and March with getting my new ideas solidified products made or marketing or initiatives out into the world. I want to do those now and I want to kickstart week one in January being like, hell yes, let's do this. Okay. Like I said, this is not to say you can't go and do a Black Friday sale or lock in some more clients for the end of the quarter because hell yes, you absolutely can. But I wouldn't do it if it's going to take 90% of your energy. So for example, if you can do a Black Friday sale or promotion, if you can reach out to some past clients and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be raising my prices in the new year. If you would like to do and give them an option of something personal that you know they've been focusing on X or they told you they wanted to work on Y or Z next year, if you want to put something on the calendar now, you can lock in you know, the 2022 pricing or I have a Black Friday sale and instead of discounting your services, you can say, Well, if you would like to do, let's say, new website copy together, I would love to throw in for Black Friday a strategy session to map out a quarter of your newsletter emails. Okay, a couple of ideas for you to very easily send a personal option to lock in some more clients or Black Friday opportunities without having to give away 90% of your energy. But if you are in a phase in your business, if you are going to need to put in 90% of your energy on marketing and lead generation to bring in, you know, some sales for Black Friday, I would ask, do you need to? And do you need to means like, if you need to put a roof over your head or if you need to be able to pay your VA, then yes, go do that. But if not, don't get distracted by the shiny objects, by these side tangents, by what other people are doing. And instead, don't be afraid to pull internally, right? Because if that's the season that you're in, most likely you in fact need these points of internal focus even more than most. You need that dedicated time to work on the internal pursuits in your business that can then be there to transition outwardly in the new year and bring you more success and more growth sooner than you thought. So the other day, I took my Freedom Found Collective, that's my high-level like intimate mastermind, I took these women through an exercise. And one of the things that we did was we identified how they each want to feel at the first of the year. Not what they want to be doing, not what their goals are for the year, but how do you want to feel as you go in to 2023? 
What's the energy they want to kick things off with? Do they want to feel inspired? Do they want to feel calm and grounded? Do they want to feel innovative? Do they want to feel like they are ready to go out there and kick some ass? What is the energy that they wanted to carry through with them? And then only after we answered that question, did we say, okay, what big goals do you want to accomplish? Some said doubling their revenue. Others said tripling their revenue. Others said growing their agency, booking six-figure consulting clients, great goals as they advance in their businesses because these women are on fire. And the thing is, we've worked backwards to calculate that each one of those goals needs to actually start with work now on phase two or three that most of them are in for their business to then be able to push forward and start to realize those goals in the new year, right? Because a lot of the time we say, okay, okay, I've got this big goal, this big financial goal or this client goal, but we don't realize how much goes in before that goal actually happens. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. When I said, everything that you see happening in the Casey brand right now, we started working on six months ago, most of it. Everything that you see in six months, you'll know that we would have been working on it now, okay? So if you want to go and hit a goal in March, in June of next year, you better believe you got to start thinking about that right now. This is the same for you. No matter what phase in business you're in, and I know a lot of these women might be further along, you might be in a phase where you're looking to grow and build in consistency, build into your first 10K months, whatever season you're in, that's okay. I want you to remember that it doesn't always need to be a push. It can sometimes be an inward pull in. So start looking at what you need to hit your goals in 2023. For example, do you want to expand your agency? Great. You'll need new clients and leads, so you'll need to establish a brand and grow your authority to do so. You'll also need new team members and systems to support, even, you know, keeping that small. And that means that you're going to need to start laying foundations with your scalable offer suite so that you can support the client journey with your client experience, with your internal workflow so you can keep that organized. So you've got a few things that you could be working on internally there to support that growth in the future before you have your agency. Do you want to create your first digital product and start making money from it? Uh, Yes, please. (laughs) Great. Okay, so you'll need an audience to sell it to, right? So that means, again, you'll need to elevate your brand. You'll need to solidify your marketing and your messaging. And you're going to need to either start or ramp up your email marketing. So great. Those are two examples. Start working on those things now and start thinking, okay, if I want to do this, if I want to make this much money, if I want to have this many sales, then I need these things. And the way I like to think about it is this. If you right now are working with five clients a month and next year you want to start working with 10 clients a month or you want to double the caliber of your client, right? And you want to start working with not beginner entrepreneurs that you want to be working with entrepreneurs and brands that are more seasoned and established and want your consulting advice and strategy on copy and messaging and whatever that is. Okay, great. Then we need in either one of those scenarios to be changing and increasing our audience size, to be tapping into and creating marketing that really speaks and compels those people. So this is where I would say that shift comes now. That shift absolutely comes now. Let me put it to you like this. I had another gal who's in my program, Elevated Brand Accelerator, say to me this week in Slack, she said, I know I don't have my client workflows and processes set up like we went through in the module together, but it's slow right now. And I don't have a project lined up for eight weeks. So is it okay if I focus on something else? To which I said, 
No, absolutely don't focus on that. This is perfect. If you don't have clients now, this is the best possible scenario so that you can set up your systems during this lull, during this downtime, so that when you do get busy with new clients and projects, as we start setting up your marketing and we go into all the details in EBA on how to do that, then you'll have the processes to support it, right? So the last thing that you want is to start growing and expanding and not having the infrastructure to support that growth. Because the last thing that you want is to start growing and expanding and not have the infrastructure to support that growth. Trust me, I have been there and those growing pains are awful. Of course, it's a good problem to have, but if in the past I had done more so and avoided those growing pains altogether, imagine what else I could have accomplished or how else I could have grown the brand to support those clients if I wasn't scrambling behind the scenes to just let our infrastructure and our systems catch up with where we were with client load, sales, etc. So that said, start now. And if you don't know where to start, here's a quick checklist for you, okay? Have you created your scalable product suite yet? Then I mean, not just an a la carte option of, okay, well, if you're a copywriter, I'm writing some blogs, some website copies, some sales, some newsletter retainer, just a little bit of everything. Or if you're a designer, I'm going to do some IG graphics. I'm going to do some website. I'm going to do some sales pages, landing pages, ad creatives. I'm just basically making an a la carte menu for people. No, what we want to do instead is create a scalable product suite that'll serve your customer through each stage of the journey. So this is like an ascension model. So coming in, how can you support them at the beginning of their journey, in the middle of their journey, and as they advance and toward the end of their journey, right? So obviously those done for you pieces are going to have a place. They tend to have a place at the higher end of your product suite, but creating a scalable product suite is key so that you can support them throughout their whole journey. And then of course, start bringing in passive income earlier on. So this is a whole nother conversation, but I just want to get you thinking about that because it's so key. The next point on the checklist is, have you created and refined your white glove experience? Have you started automating client workflows and projects so you can stay organized and aren't manually sending everything out? If you said no to any of those first three, I want you to start there, that's key. And if you feel like you've got those done and you've mastered them, great, then you can move on to the next questions. If you feel like you have them done, but you've not mastered them, I would still go back and redo those and solidify them before you move on, okay? Because like I said, save yourself the headaches that I did in the past and go back and make sure that those things are firm, as firm as it can be until you get to a new stage where you need to continue revamping. All right, so if you said, yes, I've got all of those things in place, next things for you on the checklist, I would say, do you have solidified, compelling messaging for your brand. Because as entrepreneurs, and especially if you're a copywriter listening, we often don't do this for ourselves, right? We'll tell other people they need it, we'll help them do it even, but we often don't do it for our own brand. So do you have solidified, compelling messaging? And even more importantly, have you been analyzing whether or not it's working? So if you think it's compelling, great, but is it actually working? What do the results say, right? Are you bringing the clients you want? Are you speaking to the ideal customers that you want and having the engagement results, all of that good stuff? If not, that's okay. Start here. The last question I have for you on this checklist is, do you have a roadmap to building your visibility and authority as a go-to in your niche? Do you know what you're going to do tomorrow, the next day, and the next day in order to do that? If not, that's okay. Start here, creating a plan so that you can do just that. And that really bleeds into considering also if you have a marketing plan, you know, and are you following it and does it feel good? Are you getting results from that? So if not, that's all right, then we'll start here at marketing so that you can bring in that roster of clients, you know, and line them up for the next quarter, all that good stuff. 
And I know each one of these things has so many important pieces inside of it. So it's not just like, okay, just start with that and nail it. But that's why I say have one focus, start there for the quarter, and then build on the next and the next and the next. Okay, instead of feeling overwhelmed, I want you to feel like you've got the step by step and the tools that you need to succeed, which is why I'm so excited for the first time ever. And who honestly knows if we're going to do this again? This is a whole just like big fun experiment. I'm opening up access to buy all elevated brand accelerator modules and resources. So like 10 action packed modules with sub modules, resources, spreadsheets, workbooks, you name it for a teeny tiny fraction of what it normally costs. And I'm only doing this for three days next month. So you can't even go and get it right now. I just wanted to let you know that it's coming because it's a step-by-step that has helped so many of my clients get consistent revenue when they were feeling inconsistent, they didn't know where to start, and they were really able to start building that that thriving, consistent, service-based online business. So that said, the only way to get this is via the wait list. So I told you we're only opening this up for three days next month, and that is it. It is going to be for a tiny fraction of what it normally costs, and it's normally $5,000 pay in full live program that I run. But now we're giving access for such a small portion because I want you to be able to access this material, whether or not you're in the program, and be able to go and take and implement and run with. So all you need to do to get first news of when the door opens, you can go and get inside because there's going to be more bonuses, I promise you, then you can go to crystalchurch.com forward slash waitlist if you want to be the first to hear about it. That is crystalchurch, K-R-Y-S-T-L-E, church.com forward slash waitlist. You can also just click the link in the show notes. And otherwise, I will catch you on next week's episode of the Freedom Found Podcast. Keep it real, sending you a big, beautiful hug. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots and I'll catch you next time.